Ladies and gentlemen, please kindly take your seats. It is time for the main debate. That's right, guys. It's time for the mate debate, the show where you got to fight to be right. I'm your host slash moderator, Morgan. And uh, joining me tonight in the right corner, it's the terror of the seas, the pillaging privateer himself, Zachary. Hello, Zach. <laughs> hey, Morgan. How you doing? Good. <laughs> and in the left corner, I, I've written it the other way, so I'm switching it. Is the, tonight, oh, it's yeah. the uh, gypsy bare knuckle boxing champion. A big welcome to the brutal basher, Alex. Thank you. Thank you very much. I hey, feel like those, that title is much funnier if you've met <laughs> Alex in person. <laughs> so good. That's so good. I kind of like it. Imagine um, Alex in Snatch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad. I was like, if anyone gets the yeah. reference, it's going to be yeah. Zach. And I, I think Alex probably yeah. picked up on it too. So, uh, welcome like back. <laughs> I love dogs. I also like dogs. Oh, dogs. I like dogs. So, welcome back, guys. Um, thanks for joining me again. Well, Zach, thank you back. for having us. Yeah, you're welcome. Zach's yeah. back to defend his title as reigning champ. And Alex, oh, you're back yes. to challenge the status quo, yeah. I presume. Mm-hmm. 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 That's my job today. Um, Moats strong. Just to... Ref- <laughs> Maybe we'll have a return to the most <laughs> debate in a couple that. episodes. We'll see. <laughs> Just to refresh your memory on how this works, this is a debate based on base show, debate-based show. You guys will each take turns arguing for the affirmative or negative for various topics that I put to you. Ooh, what have oh. I got in store today? So, before we begin with the first topic, I need you to decide who will be playing the affirmative and the negative first up. You may do this, decide this however way. Just don't take too long, you guys. Just figure it out. Affirmative. Uh, yep. Yes, I will go the affirmative. I agree. Fine, I'll go the negative. No, I want to be the negative. <laughs> you are making this much more difficult than it needs to <laughs> He's be. He's already playing mind games with yeah, you, Alex. Yeah, I know. I'll, I'll be the negative. No negative. problem. Affirmative. This has fucked me. <laughs> already, this is So, before me. we proceed into round one, I would just like to say the theme for this. It's kind of like a superhero theme for this Ooh. episode, heroes and such. Um, so, uh, that with that said, we'll head off into round one. So, just to refresh your memories again, I will read the topic. I will then read a bunch of facts. Mm-hmm. Got to say that with emphasis, and which give you, which gives each of you time to prepare your are opening. These and fact, facts, facts. What? Are these real facts? These are facts about the, in, that will help you with the topic. So if you listen, you may pick up on something you can use. I know Alex did that very well last week, and well, I still lost. Not last so. week, last time. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it, it may not help you. It also gives you guys time, a brief period to prepare your opening statements and rebuttal and etc. So, without further ado, topic number one. Is mm-hmm. Batman is a good male mo- role model? <laughs> Zach seems happy with that. So, oh, to give you a brief moment to prepare that, I will read some Batman's. <laughs> the character was created by artist Bob Kame and writer Bill Finger. <laughs> First appeared in Detective Comics number 27 in 1939. The character is also referred to as the Caped Crusader, the Dark Knight, and the world's greatest detective. Batman's secret identity, which I'm sure we all know, but is Bruce Wayne, a wealthy American playboy philanthropist. (laughs) Guys, it's early, all right? (laughs) And owner of Wayne Enterprises. Unlike most superheroes, Batman does not possess any inhuman... Inhuman? Superpowers. Inhumans is a Marvel franchise. Weird. He does, however, possess a genius-level intellect, is a peerless martial artist, and his vast wealth affords him an extraordinary arsenal of weaponry and equipment. Weaponry. 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 God, this is not a good day to be podcasting. (laughs) A large assortment of villains make up Batman's rogues gallery, including his archenemy, the Joker. However, 
Some argue that Batman's villains exist as a reaction to Batman himself. So, there's your, you've had your time, boys. I hope you're ready. Alex will be opening with his affirmative statement that Batman is a good male role model. Zach, we should listen and provide some rebuttal. <laughs> oh, he's good at that. Uh, now, oh, and once again, just remember, it's conv- you have to convince me. Yes, yes. Don't but- let Zach get in your head, Alex. I no, know, I know no, you not do, again, do not again. Uh- <laughs> so, Batman. Uh, Batman is a good ro- male role model for a number of reasons. For one, he uh, does his darndest to clean up the community. All these people, all these villains here trying to terrorise Gotham City and he's the first line of defence to stop that and to save the little person. Zach's trying very hard not to speak up and I appreciate that, Zach. (laughs) Furthermore, uh, you mentioned here that... uh, So not only does he help the community, you mentioned that he was a philanthropist. So not only in his identity as Batman is he trying to clean up the streets, he's also doing that as Bruce Wayne. So from, from dawn till dusk, he is helping the community. Furthermore... I'd like to add that you mentioned here, Morgan, that he has genius-level intellect, and that's something we could all aspire to be, to not be satisfied with one's intellect. So not only is he giving, but then he continually tries to be better. And then the last thing I'd like to uh, mention is uh, that he himself has experienced some real grief in his life, some real pain in his life, and I think that's important for uh, you know males to see another male experiencing emotions, going through the grief of losing his mother and father to a brutal, horrific crime. And uh, I think those three things: giving, smart, and has uh, emotions and can express those emotions. Thank you for that uh, very well put uh, opening statement, Alex. Now we pass over to the negative Zach, who will uh, make an argument and. Provide I, some rebuttal. I was going to make an argument, but I think I might just rebut because <laughs> that, that's enough to keep you going. <laughs> <laughs> so you friendly, say, friendly spirit of competition, just rebut. I, I, so the first thing I want to talk about is you, you, you say that he experienced grief and he handles his emotions and he could express his emotions. Batman is famous for not dealing with his parents' death. He is a 40-year-old man who still is obsessed with his parents' death. If you want to talk about showing people how to deal with their emotions, putting on a costume and beating up people is not a healthy representation of your emotional thought process. On top of that, you say he's the first line of defense in Gotham? As if the police don't exist? (laughs) As if the police shouldn't be an institution that should stop crime? I mean, it's, it's pretty horrible, Gotham, from all accounts, but that doesn't mean you can't provide the police with an opportunity to do better. And I think Batman is just a horrible, horrible influence on them. I mean, he corrupts their, you know, the chief, the, the big head honcho. He corrupts Gordon into thinking that letting vigilantism exist is just fine. He is a damaged, damaged, horribly dark individual who only ever sees the, the pain and the suffering in people. Um, there's a really, really excellent and famous... Uh, Justice League story, which is uh, Batman has all these backup plans for ins- with if uh, any of the superheroes yeah, go bad. My favorite. He has plans to kill them all. He knows how to kill them because all. he thinks <laughs> that everyone. <laughs> I, I, somehow you always that- end up on the weir- on the side where it seems like I'm favoring. I'm not. <laughs> he thinks that everyone is out to get everyone. He's always thinking that he has three sons, one of which is killed, one of which is killed. I would say directly because he involves just so, just him in so his crime fighting. Backtrack a sec. Um, for the listeners, Zach did sons in quotation marks. 
Yeah, which yeah. is crazy. Little, has, little air bunny. One yeah, yeah. actual son and three fosters. No, two, two adopted fosters. that I can think of at the moment. One of them turns into the a villain. one. The oldest one, Nightwing, leaves because he's like, "Batman, you're fucked. I can't do this anymore. You, you, I can't." His son, his actual biological son, is trained to be an assassin from birth, and Batman sees him and he goes. No, that's wrong. I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to make you fight crime instead. Instead of like taking this child who's been pretty much abused from the age of three and giving him love and care, he just trains him harder. <laughs> he just trains him to beat up people. I don't think that's a healthy. I wrote down toxic masculinity <laughs> because I think Batman's a, a buzzword. He's a fantastic encapsulation of toxic masculinity. Um, no, if we want to talk about role models, uh, Superman. The Green Arrow, uh, Flash to an extent. These are all great DC role models. But Batman is not fantastic because he's a good role model. Batman, Batman is fantastic because if you've got Batman, you know everyone can be killed because Batman's thought about how to kill people <laughs> a lot. Because <laughs> he knows that people are shit and he doesn't think anyone can be trusted. That is not a solid basis for a role model. That's a very good point, Zach. Do you have anything to argue with that, Alex? Well, quite a few things, but first I'd like to say, uh, he's the hero we have, not the hero we deserve. <laughs> you know, I had to throw it. Look, you have to say that. Oh, yes, I know. Uh, so, there's there's that. Um, I didn't say that he processes his emotions well. I'm just saying that he, he has emotions, that he's not considered, uh, you know, blank in that respect, that there's some nuance there. Uh, I, I know that he doesn't express it well. Uh, through his, you know, at, at this point, I'd like Morgan to just take a little sound out of Morgan uh, of Norris saying he expresses his emotions and just put it right there, and has uh, emotions and can express those emotions. <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm not saying he expresses them well. He expresses his emotions. <laughs> <laughs> He's loving this. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, it's just so funny to me. It's great. <laughs> I'm going to get Yes. Would, would I like the fact that if he would sit down and negotiate with these criminals, sure, you know, to sort of use his words, not his fists, that would make him a better role model. But all those people you described do use physical violence. That's the nature of superheroes in general, that they do use uh, physical violence. So there is something to be said that uh, that argument is a bit moot from you. Could you also argue that Batman, there is... It's somewhat forgotten sometimes, but he does have kind of like a no-kill rule from time to time. He mm, Sometimes there is that, that does bear well, on Well, no, himself. he does accept for when he's being directed by uh, Zack Snyder. Yeah. He's like killing anyone. Hence why yeah, well, that's, that's Zack, yes. Yeah. Uh, you know. <laughs> yes. Am I sensing a theme here? Uh, Zack Snyder, Zack here. Like, Zack. Mm, I don't know. And uh, one thing, I know that these children that he's uh, dealt with in his life do not turn out the best of ways, but at least he's trying. He's a, he's a parent. They all have flaws. And he's trying to raise these children when he had no uh, frame of reference to raise these children because his parents were taken from him That's at such an early age. Gypsy boxer. <laughs> Zach has drawn an Alex offensive. Bare, he's not uh, taking notes. He's drawn <laughs> Alex is a bare knuckle gypsy boxer. He's got boxer. a lot of cool tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. Thank you for that. Well, uh, can I frame that? Uh, you know, <laughs> I've lost my train of thought now. Uh, <laughs> dirty tactics by Zach. Yeah, very much so. Um, dirty, dirty tactics. <laughs> I've really lost my point. <laughs> um, 
if yeah, you can't I'll, find I'll, it again. Yeah, that's it. No, I'm we'll move done. on to closing statements. Yes, closing perhaps. statements. <laughs> oh God! Look, the DC universe is a dark, horrible, disgusting place, and maybe you could say that for that sort of world, you want someone who is dark and twisted and prepared. But you've also got the contrast, as I said, of Superman, who is the all-American dream boat. He does do the right thing in every circumstance. You said that violence resolves all their issues. No, Superman is a bastion for resolving some issues by talking people down. One of the most famous things he does is helping people who want to kill themselves. He just talks to them. He doesn't try and hit them. He doesn't try and force them down. DC knows the world is, you know, it's complex and it's spread out. Maybe you do need that darker... Dark Knight in the shadows, but you certainly don't need him towards the front. You don't need him as the person that everyone looks up to and says, I'm going to be like you one day. I think Batman would agree with you. To be yeah, Batman would be pretty, on my pretty, side. I think he's pretty uh, aware like, of his flaws and he just doesn't if, care. If I was publicly saying Batman was a role model in the DC universe, he'd be investigating me for some kind of crime. <laughs> Is that your closing statement? That's my There's closing statement. Norris has furiously written some stuff down, ready for oh, your closing furiously. <laughs> Scribbly. <laughs> no, no offensive artwork shown here to throw people off their games. Uh, you said here that the world in uh, the DC Universe is a dark place. I'll agree with that. That I'll also agree with that Batman has his flaws, that he uses physical violence. On that, we do not disagree. The fact that he has flaws shows that he's a well... Uh, not a well-rounded, I take that back, that he is a human being, that he has these flaws, and we, as watchers, also have those flaws. There is an element of relatability there to Batman, the nuance that he has as a character, and I think that the audience is smart enough to distinguish between Batman's dark qualities that shouldn't be uh, put on this pedestal of righteousness and his, you know, his legitimate qualities that should be admired. The qualities that I mentioned, his philanthropy, his uh, community goodness, yes... He- but that's all under the title of Bruce Wayne, no, which is a secret identity. No, no, identity. no. Yeah, we talked about these criminals here uh, and that the opportunity to give the police a chance to take them take them out themselves. Well, he is aiding the police. His relationship with Jim Gordon is a sort of a symbiotic one where he is helping him and vice versa. He is helping the police. It's not as a matter of him just going out there and just, you know, doing his thing. He's in coordination with the authorities. He's helping the authorities. And uh, did I mention that he's smart? Uh, yeah, I think I really should <laughs> underline that. <laughs> and uh, that's it, yes. He has qualities that should be admired. You have nothing more to say on that, Zach? You think you've made your point clearly? Yeah, I made my point. So, um, <laughs> round one, who won me over? I think the answer is obviously Zach. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Alex. No, no, that's just the, uh, so that's, the game uh, we had up. to play. It's warm up. It's fine. It's, we'll get there. Best of three. Best of three. Best of three. Round one winner, Zach. Now on to round two. <laughs> round two. Here we are. So, uh... Norish is now negative and Zach is affirmative. Mm-hmm. Boys are ready. Yep. Let's Topic go. number two. This one's framed as a question. Ooh. Does the world we currently live in need a superhero? So, I've got... Oh. Give you a so couple of moments. the affirmative is yes and the negative is no. Just yes. to clarify. Like, yes. I know that's a dumb like, question. Like answering the question, yeah. Yes. So, uh, but- affirmative, yes, negative, no. Supermax. A superhero is a type of heroic stock character usually possessing supernatural or superhuman powers who is dedicated to fighting the evil of their universe, protecting the public, and usually battling supervillains. But by most definitions, characters do not require actual superhuman powers 
or phenomena to be deemed superheroes. Some, for example, Batman, derive their status from the technology they create and use. A RLSH, real life superhero, is a person who dresses up in a superhero costume or mask in order to perform community service, such as neighborhood watch, or in some cases, vigilantism. Early examples of this type of behavior are reported from the 1990s, e.g., Mexico City's Super Barrio Gomez, who in 1997 donned red tights and a red and yellow wrestler's mask in order to organize labor rallies, protests, and file petitions to prevent families from being evicted. A real-life superhero community is the sense of an online subculture, as uh, in the sense of an online subculture began to develop in the mid 2000s. So, that should have given you each enough time to prepare an opening and statement. Uh, so, I will handball to Zach now. So, the world as we know it today is a pretty divided place. It's a pretty scary place. I'm not saying it is more scary than it has been. It's always a scary place. That's just something you learn when you get older. And things are pretty bad for a lot of us, you know? The world is not sunshine and merriment. And it would be just nice for us to all see a symbol of justice, of the right thing to do, that we can all understand and get behind. And I I think that... Superhero is a pretty universal, thanks to the Marvel movies. I think that not a lot of people, and well, <clears throat> comic books in general, I don't think anyone wouldn't know what a superhero was if they saw it. And I don't think anyone would not see that as some kind of, you know, it's a, it's a ray of hope. It's something we can all get behind. It's something we can all look at and say, that's good. That's a good effort in the world. It's like those gifts you see on the internet of when a puppy helps a baby. It's like, oh, that's nice. Yeah, that's, that's good. That I is like, nice. It's good. It's a good time. It's a good thing to have. I think superheroes are needed in the world because we have problems and problems need to be fixed. And I think that when you see those problems getting fixed by some kind of super strong Ant-Man or some form interesting of- Interesting example mm, choice. <laughs> very interesting example choice. <laughs> I meant like a man who wasn't. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, or maybe some kind of like- plum sludge that can turn into several thousand plum sludges and it beats up criminals or what it arrests is a plum people. Sludge? I don't know, but I'm going to go to town on that. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you do. <laughs> I just think that, you know, for a lot of us, it it sometimes life sucks day to day and it, some, it, it does help to turn around and look at the world and say, you know what, there are people out there doing a good job and I think superheroes could be those people that let us all say- we can be better. We can do a good job. That's my argument. Well, that was very nice. Thank very you. well put, Zach. Um, Alex, your uh, opening statement and counterpoint. <laughs> plum sludge. <laughs> can we just drops Mike? <laughs> can we just get the plum sludge out of the way real yeah. quick? First, he's off. a superhero that can turn into plum sludge. Is that yeah. real? No, mm. I'm gonna look it up. Yeah, I, there I is don't abso- think it is real. There is absolutely but he splits into much more smaller. Like no. we're talking like a flutter no, no. type it's thing. It's like it's like multiple like, man. He just makes yeah, plum okay, sludges okay, that right are the right same so, size, yeah, okay. and they all suck back into him. It's not real. Yeah, but we, we should make a comic book about that. <laughs> Copyright that. I'm TM. thinking about all <laughs> the, the plum sludge, <laughs> all the stickiness. All the ants no, no, that are going to be brought because that's how you get ants. Like seriously. <laughs> All the plum sludge everywhere, because there's going to be residue when he sucks it back. Anyway, now, um, <laughs> now, okay. we'll come back to that. <laughs> we'll come back to that at a later date. So, uh, world, we currently need a superhero. Of course not. I'll tell you why. 
Please do. <laughs> Thank you. What was that sentence? I don't know. I don't know. I just started it and then I was continuing it and then it just sort of ran away from me. Now, <clears throat> you mentioned there in your little uh, briefing, your fun facts about the superheroes here, that not all superheroes have powers. I did mention that. He did mention that. You are but correct. quite a few do. Now, I want to say those that do have powers... Uh, they cause a lot of collateral damage. I just, I'm thinking of the. Uh, Who's going to pay for that, Zach? Exactly. All the millions, if not trillions. I'm sorry. Am I arguing against Morgan today? I'm inspiring you both. That's up. right. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Uh, <laughs> don't stop. I'm a moderator, but I'm also not like. I'm just not going to sit back and watch. That's right. <laughs> He's involved. Yeah, um, like a moderator would. <laughs> I'm also a host, Zach. Damage. Host slash moderator. <laughs> The host in me will not stay quiet. <laughs> you need to shut up. <laughs> Let him talk. Uh, take your own advice. Now, <laughs> so all the collateral damage. I'm thinking uh, X-Men Last Stand, Magneto breaking apart San Francisco Bridge and plonking it down. I'm all thinking- the X-Men movies to draw a comparison. Yeah, I know. I don't- That's the first thing that came to my mind. No, but that is the biggest I appreciate- example of destruction I in appreciate- the X-Men movies, I do yeah. appreciate the analogy, but points off for that. <laughs> <laughs> Why? It's the best X-Men Just do ever. Days of Future Past where he did the stadium. <laughs> oh, yeah, that, that, that also articulates my point, yes. You can um, also talk about I'm First thinking... Class where he takes nuclear submarines and puts them on a beach. That's billions of dollars worth of That's damage. right. How are you dragging those submarines back into the water? Um, so, collateral damage is one thing. Uh, I just also want to mention Man of Steel also came to mind. Uh, all those buildings falling down, the laser eyes slicing and dicing the <laughs> whole city of Metropolis. It was just, it was full on. Just imagine how much uh, money and investment and your taxpayer dollars would go into rebuilding that city because a few superheroes uh, couldn't uh, rein it in. Now, uh, <clears throat> furthermore, so we have the collateral damage, point one. Point two is the rise of vigilantism. If... Uh, you know, that I know I uh, counteract my earlier point about Batman, uh, but it's complete opposite of that. We, we, we move on, we point move to on, point. We move on. <laughs> but the rise of vigilantism if the world had superheroes uh, the, taking the law into their own hands. So not only have we got all this collateral damage, we've got borderline lawlessness there if people were running a mark as superheroes with these special abilities. Would you that- say they'd be agents of chaos? No, is that a Get Smart so. reference? Yeah. No, that was a, a, a Dark Knight reference. Ah, mm. um, Joker. And I, why I, so serious? I, that oh, oh, you did it too. <laughs> now, Zach also said about how the world is a dark and dangerous and scary place. In right the now, previous debate. No, no, right at the beginning of this one. No, I don't think. No, so. No, you did. He said he talked about how. <laughs> The world as we know it today is a pretty divided place. It's a pretty scary place. <laughs> and yes, things uh, are bad in this, in, uh, in this environment that we're living in right now. Ooh, but I like to trust in the uh, goodness of people, that the ability of the human race, that when we see injustices, that we point it out. 
the things that I'd like to just uh, flag for you, Morgan, there, you know, the Universal Declaration on Human Rights was done after the uh, World War II that sort of enumerated the rights that every citizen has, the goal that we want to reach to. We may not be there yet. We may still turn a blind eye to certain things and we need to do better. But the human trajectory is on uh, on course for a more inclusive, a more... Uh, you know, a true humanity where we all come together. We're taking a few steps forward. We're currently in a phase now where we're perhaps taking a step back. But overall, the trajectory is getting uh, political. Oh, I don't know about. I don't know if I'd say that. I just said there were problems. I didn't think we were taking steps back. Are you well, saying that this country isn't great? I'm saying the country's great. It could be better. Are uh, you high uh, lowering me right now? <laughs> no. Is that what you're doing? I'm high fiving the air. Uh, <laughs> There's a difference. <laughs> there is. Uh, so yes, that's. I'd like. I like to believe that the human race themselves can save themselves. Thank you. Am, am I able to rebut? Yes, it's time for your okay, rebuttal. I believe. So I could talk about how there's power in symbols, and yes, I believe in the greatness of humanity. But we work better if we all united against something, and that's why people. That's why Captain America was so big in World War Two because they used him, and Superman as well because they used him to inspire people to do better. Fuck that. Let's talk about the real issue, yeah? Insurance. Insurance is big, all right? Insurance is huge. Do you know how an economy works? Money goes from my pocket into your pocket. I get something. Money goes from your pocket into someone else's pocket. They get something. Money circulates. Money moves around. And money grows doing value. a character. That's how it goes. Yeah, how it gets you. around. Uh, that's right. Circular motion. No, no, I was just like, I don't get that voice. Is Do this a you new know voice? Like, what is this? how it's a character. Yeah, okay. much money there would be in superhero insurance? In how much money there would be Imagine in the premiums. rebuilding. Imagine the premiums, rebuilding mate. Rebuilding these gorgeous, You would cripple people with the buildings. amount of premiums. Because you don't know when a plane is going to fall out of the sky because some superhero was ah, fighting a villain. Ah, but you don't know how many superheroes would save planes, do you? Ah. You don't know if they smash the ground, that it causes fissures in the ground, earthquakes. Do you know where that money in- goes? Jobs. Good, hard, no, honest no, 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 American no, no, no. jobs. Talk- you're talking about insurance. Let's talk about the premiums. Yeah. I'm talking about my the rebuttal here. Would, I'll let would, you would, speak, would mate. Why wouldn't you let oh, me speak? Oh, don't even. Is that, you, because, no. is that because you no. don't want the truth to come out? Oh, is that no, because the truth you can't come handle out. this kind of evidence from my side? Are you guys running in the next presidential campaign? It's a lot like you are. Well, I would, but we don't have a president yeah. anymore. Well, you just said America, and I'm like, well, yeah, it was a joke. Just, it's the world. I was trying to be like- funny. The world, not just America's out. Yeah, like, right. the world. Golden Gate Bridge, X-Men, the greatest movie ever, X-Men 3. Golden <laughs> Gate Bridge. Right, you're both <laughs> losing points for referencing that movie. <laughs> Golden Gate Bridge, do you know how great it would be if the whole city of San Francisco came behind the to rebuild that bridge, make it as beautiful as it once Probably was? Probably be a terrible bridge. No, yeah. I would say most citizens image. don't know how to but build a bridge. Do you know how many families would be fed for years of the people that had to be paid to build that bridge? It'd be fantastic. Let me just look something how up. How the economy works. You've got to grow and you've got to flow. Buildings won't stand forever. They're going to fall down eventually. Not everything lasts, man. You'd also you know lose jobs goes? in the interim as well. Yeah. You're, you're talking about zero. But you'd make zero. more jobs. Apparently 11, arg- 11 people died making the Golden Gate Bridge. And they were trained um, people. Just that was also in 1920? <laughs> Wasn't it? Get your facts up. right, mate. Yeah, it's an old bridge. Like, no, no, no. I'm talking about you get your facts construction right. Construction started in 1933 and ended in 37. Bam. Okay. Bam. Right. So you're saying- years, mate. Get your facts right. 80, you're really not good on that number thing. Years of, 80 years of improvement in the construction safety standard is going to cause more deaths? 
What's your what's your why am I no, arguing no, no, with no, no, the no. moderator? No, no. But you just you, you just said you, you just said all of San Francisco are going to build the, the bridge unite. and none of them none Come of them together. are trained you and eleven people it who would encourage people who, to get training to build that bridge. It would no, no, encourage no, no. local workforces no. to come in. No, but oh, workforces come from come other in. cities. So then they come in. Right, where are they staying? Oh wait, no. There's You're right. Let's build here. a wall. Let's keep them out. No, That's what Norris is no. saying. Norris doesn't want people to come across. Please, please. To my if we're going to build anything, it's going to be, be a, a moat. moat. It's going to be a moat to keep them out. I agree. No, but a I'm moat. saying a moat if your indeed. big problem with superheroes is that they're going to cause a little bit of damage, maybe a, a car's going to get cut. Oh no, a car. Oh, what a shame. I'm talking about lives that are lost there is in the interim. for a reason. But we superheroes use the, we save lives. We use the golden gate. We use the golden. Oh, so it's okay too. if some if some die because Are you saying that save. because some doctors kill we shouldn't have doctors? So no. can we just come back? Can, what, what what is the main point? Like why why do you argue why do you arguing Superheroes are great. Why, what were you arguing just then? Why were they great? Superheroes are great because in the specific scenario where they cause destruction, they will stimulate the economy. They create infrastructure. They create infrastructure. Okay. And, and the your, need for jobs. And your jobs rebuttal to that is... My rebuttal to that is... Uh, t- talk about rebuilding the bridge, your example. Right, there's, You've there's a guy... Lost. No, there's a guy there whose job it is to paint the San Francisco just bridge. Just one? Imagine well, no, if it was 70 dudes. No, no, just... So, that, well, he starts... And he goes all the way to the end, and by the time he gets to the end, he needs to go back and paint it again. There's jobs like that in every major, you know, and that the jobs will be lost. You look at one tower. Do you know when they made down. that argument? They made that argument when cars were coming about. No, no, like, no, 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 no. How many people look not- after our horses? How many people groom our horses? Fit shoes to our horses? We're going to lose all these jobs, and they're never you coming not back. Saying that never coming back. Would have another, you know, industrial revolution. That is not what you were saying at all. Technology <laughs> improves, things get better, and jobs meet that demand. So my my essential, my essential argument is: so for all the jobs that are supposedly Sarah created. For all the jobs that are supposedly created by this banding together to all this banding together. All the government departments that need to be set up to just talk with superheroes and make them follow certain rules and brand them because we need to make sure that they stay in line. That's a different thing. That's a very different civil war. That's a very different thing. So all this supposed. Uh, so what? You want them to just, just go away? You, you, you want them to just, just go silence, back into please? hiding like The Incredibles? No. You seen The Incredibles? Of that movie I've proves my point. Superheroes are good. All right. So, so we get Zach's point. Yes, if we get you, it we'll, loud we'll, and clear. We'll come uh, back. We'll do closing statements. I just want Alex. If you have any last things, yeah, you all wanna... I will say is for all the supposed good that we bandy together to rebuild the cities that are destroyed, the cities are already there. Do they need? <laughs> so if you have superheroes there and the collateral damage. That wouldn't be there if there wasn't superheroes. That's all I'm saying. That the the built the San Francisco Bridge would still be standing in X Men Three if it wasn't for the acts of people with special abilities. All right, let's let's but move away would, from X Men Three. Then how would we see Wolverine walk up the slope to that woman with psychic powers slowly and stab her? Come on, man. We both know it was Dark Phoenix. Yeah, right, I know. Can we? Anyone? Do you guys have like? Just a quick little statement you'd like to close off with, or if you both made your points pretty abundantly clear. I know Zach has, but is there like one little buzzword you want to like? Superheroes cause insurance, and that's good. Okay. Any, any, any? Superheroes cause insurance <laughs> to rise and cripple people, send them into poverty. Well played, well played. <laughs> I thought you were going to be like superheroes cause craters where cities used to be. <laughs> 
two. That two. This is a tough one. So round two over. Um, I, I think I'm going to give it to Alex. Yes. Nonsense. One, one because <laughs> bullshit. You were against uh, me from the start. Yeah, he made a good point about lives and insurance premiums and stuff. Um, also, I haven't figured out what to do if someone wins two in a row. So now we at least have a dead heat for the final round. The system works. <laughs> so now it's one one. Alex, going into the final Alex round. Alex is real motivated here to actually mm. make a good argument. Yes. On to round three. So, topic number three, the deciding battle, the end of all time. Hero versus villain. I'll let you decide who's the... Um, Hero. Who's the, yeah, clearly. <laughs> no, you don't like superheroes. Let's, let's use the one. <laughs> Underdog is Alex. <laughs> so, yes. um, during I, I, that was a very tum- tumultuous round two. I lost track. You're affirmative now, Alex? And yes. you're negative again, yeah. Zach? Yeah. Is that... Yeah, cool, cool. Yes. Just <laughs> I am for insurance. <laughs> a, lot, a, a lot happened. <laughs> it was hard to keep track. So, topic number three... Get ready. Heroes are nothing without a sidekick. <laughs> Am I negative? You are neg- negative. Negative. You were affirmative yeah. last time, so you're negative. Yeah, yeah. I'm neg- <laughs> All right. <laughs> no, so, a sidekick is a slang expression for. No, this is not the interesting one. Slang <laughs> like, not necessarily in fiction, who is or generally regarded as subordinate to the one he or she accompanies. Uh, some well-known fictional sidekicks are Don Quixote's Sancho Panza, Sherlock Holmes's Dr. Watson, the Lone Ranger's Tonto, Shrek's Donkey, and sometimes Puss in Boots, Mario's Luigi, Sonic's Tails, sometimes Knuckles, and obviously Batman's Robin. This is the interesting one. The term originated in pickpocket slang of the late 19th and early 20th century. Zach, can you just stop scribbling in your book? It's really distracting. Sorry, <laughs> the kick was the front side pocket of a pair of trousers, and it was known as the pocket safest from theft. Thus, by analogy, a sidekick was a person's closest companion. Sidekicks can fulfill one or multiple functions, such as the counterpart to the hero, uh, an alternate point of view or knowledge, skills, or anything else that heroes do not have. They often function as comic relief and or the straight man to the hero's comedic actions. Sidekicks frequently serve as an emotional connection, especially when the hero is depicted as detached and distant. Distant. Traits which make it difficult to like the hero. The sidekick is often the confidant who knows the main character better than anyone and gives a convincing reason to like the hero. Zach, are you having trouble or is you just so confident in your argument that you just scribbled all over? just when you've so many times, it just, the fun goes out of it. That's getting cut. Thank you. Um, Back, let's go opening statements. Thank you, Alex. I just need a moment. <laughs> Here's that candy I stole off you. Because <laughs> I actually did take candy from you last episode. Call back, and you didn't bring any this time. No, I didn't, because it was stolen. Alex's chagrin. <laughs> you think about uh, your life, uh, you know, when you've got to this point in your life. Doing and you think it. about all the people that helped you on your journey. You know, when you were feeling uh, glum... Or when you were feeling like you lacked confidence in your own ability. You know, all the people that helped you become the person that you are today. This is an interesting... Because we, we all helped each other. I feel like I helped yeah, Alex a lot in drama. Right. I'm <laughs> just waiting for Alex to say that we were the sidekicks to his hero story. <laughs> it does feel a little bit like that, doesn't like, it? What no, 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 no. All I'm saying is that everybody needs support. That nobody goes it alone in this world. That everybody has someone that they can rely on, someone that they can turn to, someone who helps them be better people. And the same goes for superheroes. 
Uh, you take out any of the classic uh, sidekicks you've got there. The one I've written down here is Dr. Watson and Sherlock Holmes that you mentioned there, Morgan. You take out Dr. Watson. I did Watson. mention that. Disqualified. <laughs> what do you mean disqualified? Sherlock Holmes is not a superhero. It's just said heroes was the question, not superheroes. Deal yeah. with it. Oh. oh, someone didn't read the question. He well, didn't read the question. He just listens badly. <laughs> I, I read the questions. I'd also like to point out Thank that you. we don't have written questions in front of yeah, us. Morgan just made that point. Thank you. Um, now, he wasn't listening again. <laughs> Sorry, what? <laughs> um, Dr. Watson, Sherlock Holmes. You take Dr. Watson out. What you have is a very smart, very, uh, very smart man who is ill-equipped to function with people who are beneath his intellectual ability. Dr. Watson is his gateway to the world. Without Dr. Watson, you would be have this guy that would sit in his uh, 21... Uh, 21? 21B Baker, Baker Street, yes. We no, call- not 21 Jump Street, no. The Quaid Brothers. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> um, Carry on, Alex. Thank you. <laughs> you would have him sitting there in Baker Street... So, Dr. Watson unlocks his potential to be the person that he is. In the same way, uh, to use a more typical superhero example, well, I see uh, Captain America there up on the wall. So, let's take Captain America for starters, right? Without... uh, Who are you going to choose? There's many people there. Bucky or Falcon. There's many people that have helped him on his journey. You think, uh, well, let's go. We'll go with both, if you like. Bucky helped him... uh, both during the war and then when he was uh, reinvigorated as the Winter Soldier. By killing Iron Man's parents. Helped him a bunch. In the war, <laughs> helped him. No, because you think, you go back to Captain America, the first Avenger, even though he's not the first Avenger. The film was called the first Avenger. He is the first Avenger, isn't he? He is no, the first Avenger. Well, no, he is. Oh, technically, Captain, no, Marvel, Captain Marvel is. Marvel because is. That, it doesn't name the Avengers until it comes around that's to right, her. That's so. right. But that's, that's guys, another... this is a debate for another time. <laughs> we'll do it over lunch. <laughs> so, but he, you look I, at you look at how thin. I see how, the point. Uh, you know, he had the courage, but he didn't have the ability. You know to to become to his do fullest, it all day yeah. to do this all day <laughs> to do this all day. Well, he does. No, he did have in the alleyway. He did have that in the start. Didn't have America's ass. But Bucky so. believed in him. Uh, the guy played by Stanley Tucci, whose character's name escapes me in the first... Uh, is Stanley yeah. Tucci in the first one? Yeah, yeah he's the, the doctor, Dr. Erskine. Is he the, is he the doctor? Dr. Mm. Erskine. Is it Stanley Tucci? I don't think I it's Stanley Tucci. I don't think it is. I thought it was some just rando. I didn't no, think it was Stanley I think Tucci. It's Stanley Tucci. Keep, carry on while I fact yeah. I'd love I it if it was Stanley Tucci. Stanley Tucci. I love Stanley Tucci. He knows as soon as Captain America throws himself on that grenade that he is destined for better things, for brighter things. And he, albeit through body modification, uh, helps him <laughs> realise that goal. And then you look You're at... like giant pecs. <laughs> That's give right. you giant um, pecs. Stanley Tucci. Holy Thank shit, you. Man. Thank you. Um, and you look, you look there also at the Avengers, uh, just another point, that by themselves... Using they the been, room to your advantage. Thank you, yeah. yes. Using, by themselves, individually, they wouldn't have been able to stop Thanos, but together... You find anything to did. help you out, Zach? <laughs> Together, they most certainly did. Because they're a team, they support one another, and that's essentially what a sidekick does. Were you talking about the Avengers? Being, who's the sidekick and who's the... Well, we know there's the main team and then there's, sorry, the underling okay, team yep. that support, you know, the supporting crew. Right. Um, well, let's... I and think that's you've made your it. point yes, there. You. Let's pass to Zach. In the world of superheroes... Oh, here we go. We have 
superheroes, heroes, and sidekicks. Now, your point, Alex, about people needing help is a valid one. People do need assistance. But Morgan's question was, or his proposal, was that heroes are nothing without their sidekicks. And I'm just going to list off some movies here. The Dark Knight Rises. The Dark Knight. Mad Max. Mad Max Fury Road. Thor Ragnarok. Baby Driver. <laughs> just saying movies in the room and not a no, lot of them prove your point. Baby also relevant because he's a hero and he doesn't actually get that much help from everyone. Everyone just tries to kill him. Would you say that those movies are nothing because they don't involve specifically sidekicks? They have sidekicks. No, no, no. They've got people who Batman assist. has Morgan Freeman. Yeah. Is he sidekick in those movies? Uh, Sorry, let me just turn to the person I'm actually <laughs> debating this with. <clears throat> so, when we talk about sidekicks, these Michael are people Caine. who go along Michael Caine and fight the, the fights Knights. with them. They are little superheroes in training. But without Michael Caine... Batman is Batman. And without Morgan Freeman... Batman is Batman. There would be no Batmobile. There would be no Batsuit. But there that, would be there Batman would be in his intellect. Oh, yeah, so he's Batman, smart. He's sitting there in a bit of a cave money. going, oh, I've got my so much money. Let's what do harken I do? back. Let's harken back to the distant time of psychic facts. <laughs> a psychic is a slang expression for a close companion or colleague who is, so is every or generally Bam. regarded as subordinate to the one he or she accompanies. Bam. Every, so every person who is a close companion or colleague... To that person, to a subordinate, is a sidekick? I think yeah, if, they're, you're in, my if, sidekick. They're, if they're in on it. I think there's a definition of like, Michael Caine's in on it, so he's a sidekick. I... And Morgan Freeman's in on it? Sidekick. Yes. I thought you say I was going to be in on it, and I was like, <laughs> I am in on it. <laughs> yes, I, I do no. see a, a sidekick hero sort of team up going on right here, and you guys are really pow zipping and wowing me out of the park. It's very interesting. Love it. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> Thank you. Can you, no, make, but, can you no, make an argument now, please? Yeah, fuck, fuck you both. <laughs> fuck you so much. Now, fuck you. Superheroes are great, and they are great by themselves. Batman doesn't need anyone else to walk around a room, pick up things, and go, this was chewed by the person who killed this woman in the alleyway. Michael Caine found find the bullet in the Dark Knight, uh, and then recomposed it into the fingerprint <gasps> when he did it. In the Michael Caine found the bullet? That was technology that they- yeah, Michael Caine found Michael the bullet? Caine put did it in the machine. Did you see that movie? He's like, he's like oh, Michael Batman, Caine off you go. Michael Caine found the bullet. No, 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 no. He put the bit of concrete into the I thing. I don't think Norris remembers how the movie worked. He put it into the thing, didn't he? Yeah, right. but he so, didn't find the bullet. So, Batman cut the bullet out. Thank you. Batman pulled it out. And then gun, and he set it up, and he shot all the bricks with it. Yeah. yeah. And, then, and, then, and, and then, then he did the analysis. Michael Caine did the analysis. So, Batman was not able to put a brick into a computer. He was busy doing other things. That's he essentially what a sidekick had done. Time. But you're saying he's that like, he's hey, Batman, nothing Batman, about don't these worry. people. He's I'm nothing. saying that sidekick essentially supports. Did Michael Caine I'll and give you Morgan better, Freeman give you- know Batman's plan to with the cell phones before he revealed it to them. So using this specific using this specific example, I'll give you a better point than Michael Caine. Batman is nothing without Morgan Freeman because that's where he got all his technology. But he that's another. But, that's probably a better one. Then, but are you saying he couldn't get the technology from anywhere else? I'm saying that's where he got it. So he won't everyone be else would ask it. questions. Why do you think <laughs> Batman brought down by questions? I want to. I want to go spelunking. Oh, oh yeah, I, wish I believe to, that. Yeah, no. I wish I to would turn my head. Dress as a bat. <laughs> <You're stranger>. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. I feel like it'd be really easy to just pass it off these days. Like, oh, why do you want that? I'm going to an orgy, and they just give it to you. All right. Okay. Here's another. That's a Batman scene. <laughs> I want to see. <laughs> You're saying that superheroes have no value without the people to assist them. I think the people who do assist them have value. But 
if we look at the most recent Avengers movie, that Endgame scene, that scene where, where Captain America faces off against Thanos by himself. He has no one else. Everyone else has been defeated. Are you um, saying that he has nothing um, because of anyone else? I My point Thor's is that- Thor's hammer. Is- he didn't have Thor's hammer and then because Thor just- had to bring it to him. Moderator, would it be fair to say that I haven't been able to say anything I so think, far I think you should without get... either of you two yeah, interrupting that's me? Fair. I think we give Zach a couple of minutes <laughs> no? of uninterrupted fine. fine. Is that... Is that... <laughs> Just go and run... Going ironic- right out of the Zach I- playbook. Ironically- pulling, it, pulling it out of my own bag of tricks Ironically, for once, we should let Zach speak. In- <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying that the quality of a superhero that you admire, the, per- the thing that makes them the superhero, shines when they are alone. When they're faced with that darkness by themselves. When Batman is on top of the tower by himself against the Joker. And he chooses Who's not sorry? to kill him. Batman. 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 When the Batman... <laughs> <laughs> when Batman is on top of the tower and he chooses not to kill the Joker, the quality of him that shine, that that, achieve, <clears throat> that strives for justice choked me up there. So emotional. Strives for justice comes through and it doesn't come through because Alfred helped him get to that point. It doesn't come through because Morgan Freeman helped him. It comes through because at his core, he's a person of justice. Captain America, that scene where he's facing us off against Thanos and the entire army. It shines because Captain America, at his core, will stand up for the right thing to do. And he doesn't need other people to do that. He will do that by himself. Superheroes are great because they show us what can be great about people. And they can do that in isolated instances. And that's when they shine the brightest. That's when they're the best. The uh, what was Logan is a fantastic movie because you see so much about Wolverine that is just Wolverine. He is dealing with so many problems. By himself. And he gets through and it's a struggle. And he's not assisted by Xavier. He is burdened by Xavier in that movie. But he perseveres and he has an emotional change because of it. The better qualities of superheroes are shown in their ability to fight in isolated instances. (laughs) Just, I'm being teamed up on. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Carry on. Oh! Um, and yeah, I think that's my point. Like, you, you can't say that superheroes are nothing with, without anyone around them because we are seen, we are shown so many examples of superheroes by themselves doing so much good by themselves. When you've stripped away everything else, this is what they are at the core and this is what they do. It's great. And that, as uh, so Zach, that you've, I get your point. Let's move on to Alex with some rebuttal. Maybe a bit of a friendly oh, yeah. discussion, then we'll move on to the closing statements. Mm. Um, so the three the three people you outlined there, Batman, Captain America, and uh, Wolverine or Logan. Uh, I'll just take you point by point as to <laughs> why you're wrong. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Batman, you're talking about him standing on the rooftop, uh, going, yeah. "Yep, I know what justice is." You know, it's not well, a line from the movie. No, I know. But <laughs> Alex just loves was, Batman. I know. He likes imagining just. <laughs> Batman on a building. Justice. Who in the Italian? Yeah, Italian <laughs> justice is molto uh, bene. I'm, I'm gonna have my spaghetti and then fight for justice. <laughs> Alfred, put on the spaghetti. Oh, Who no. is that man in the mask and the huge mustache? <laughs> Who informed Batman's sense of justice? Alfred. Who raised Batman? Alfred. Without Alfred, take Alfred out of the equation. Not you- in those movies. 
He left when he was like 16 and he went and got no, trained no, no, by no. Rajal Ghul. He came to his own. He was only trained much later when he was Christian Bale. I'm talking about when his parents were killed. He was a child. <laughs> yeah. Alfred took him in. Yeah. Yes, but that period of, the, of just growth and where you need a parent. But you're just adding to my argument. No, right? what I'm saying is- Because he goes is- to the mountains and he trains and he, he, he makes the choice to break away from these people that have taken him in and he chooses justice. He chooses the right yeah, thing to do because he, against Alfred the Alfred was there at the beginning in his most formative stages. Without Alfred, you have a, a very scared, frightened boy- Without Alfred. No, that's Batman. Let's move on to Captain America. Let's move on to Captain America. <clears throat> You're talking about, you know, he Steve just, Rogers. he knows exactly, you know, instinctively within his bones, what, yeah, you know. That's what he does. He was a good man. He was he a good was man a good before man. he became he was Captain a good America. Man. He, he was a good right man. Thing. But he had a friend at his side when he was a good man, before he was Captain America. But Bucky, Bucky tells him not no, to no. make that fight. Tucky, Bucky's always like, why the fuck are you he fighting this He has a friend dude? who's looking out for him. Yeah. Without that friend, the world might have beat that sense of justice out of him. He, might, oh, he wouldn't have had the opportunity to become Captain America if it wasn't for Bucky there. If he didn't follow Bucky to go become the into the army scene. I'd agree with that, I but I don't that, think yeah. the qualities that made him Captain America would be gone. Because I yeah, think so, okay, he might that, have been but killed. The Batman but with the Alfred is much stronger. But we'll... <laughs> <laughs> fair, fair, fair. And then the third one, Wolverine. I expect better from you, really, Zach. Like, that was really weak. That was really, really? pushing it. I tell you what. Mm. Uh, first off. Weird? That film is just filled with sidekicks. Yes, he not sidekicks, sidekicks. Let's enunciate. <laughs> I think there are some sidekicks. There is some sidekicks in the film as well. You talk about him being burdened. You talk about him being burdened yeah. by Professor X, and of course he is. Yeah. That's the whole point of the film, you know, yes. essentially. Yes, but him being burdened. But you look at all the people to help him in that film. You have Caliban for one, which is out there. I was just, I, that's what I wrote on the piece. And I was just about to write a very, it before a very specific point away. is that you were like he he doesn't have anyone helping him, and I Caliban think there's there's an important so, yeah. scene where Caliban he's not accepting Caliban's help, mm-hmm. and I think yeah. that's an important like he, Caliban's trying to help and he's not letting him. This is true. But that's a classic Logan thing. Like, that's classic, straight. Classic Logan. That's because Logan is great without the assistance. Um, okay. <laughs> uh, so, so we have Caliban. Then we have that family that takes him in. And gets horribly murdered. Yeah, well, that's... A, a lot more of them died. So than brutal. They, they all died. They're all dead. They all died. It's so crazy. fucked. It's so fucked. So they helped him. And... They they, yes, price. they paid their price, like a lot of sidekicks actually do. I wouldn't do. call them sidekicks, but... They, well, okay, I'm just Thank saying. you. <laughs> thank you that we can finally rule out someone as not a sidekick. I don't think they're companions <laughs> or colleagues. They're like tra- random travellers. Yeah, but they a- still NPCs. show a, you know, a sense of human kindness. No, no, kindness. we've ruled them out. They're not involved. Okay, yeah, that's just, fine. just having human Take kindness doesn't make you a sidekick. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, that's right. Al- Alfred's gone as well. Alfred is not <laughs> no. gone. Alfred is way there. <laughs> We're like ranking sidekicks. Uh, do you have, a, right do you have any other sidekicks? Yeah, like yeah. To- X-23. Yeah. Is this a sidekick? I don't think so. A protege. Someone Logan mentors. No, he doesn't. Her. He refuses yes, he to does. mentor her. Yes, he does. Mm. He goes back and saves her and ultimately gives his life to save her. But that's him. Yes, and without X-23, he wouldn't have even gotten to a position where he could save so those kids. So, you're saying by her mere presence, she makes him? 
No, not makes him, but aids him, assists him. I think she, she allows some him. growth there. No, but she catalyzes the growth but, growth, but, like, he's the one who does it. He's the one who makes that realisation. He's great because he makes that realisation and he makes himself but without, change. without her, that realisation would not have been made. Mm, but you're, not, you're, you're, you're then saying that because she's there, he, she makes him a great hero? No, I'm saying that she assists him to become the person oh, yeah. at the end, yeah. to recapture that sense of heroism that so defined the character mm. because he was assisted yes. by so many people. So, mm. I get that point. point. So, let's go into cro- statement. closing statements. Last chance to impress me, boys. What do, you, what do you got? I wonder if you can tell which way I'm leaning right now. I'm stone cold fat. I'm not going to tell you which way I'm mm. leaning. Oh, I will yeah, tell I you. I will, no I will tell you. I am leaning towards one of you more than the other. I'm taking my gloves off and I'm just going to hand them to Nora. <laughs> carry, carry <laughs> on. <laughs> Closing statement. Oh, Norris uh, first, first yes. and then Zach. Well, I think I've pretty much said all that I want to say. All right then, Zach. It is <laughs> <laughs> good. All right. So Alfred is not a sight. No. <laughs> no. Look. Okay. The superheroes in isolation, I think, is the big thing that I'm going to talk about. All right. Thor. He's a fantastic super, and you could say that he gets help left, right, and center, but he's great because he is worthy of the hammer because he's a worthy individual, and he builds himself into the worthy individual. He has people to tell him, you know, this is wrong, this is right, but they don't sidekick. make him. His best solo movie, he has a sidekick called Hulk. Carry on. <laughs> <laughs> That's so fucking bullshit because Hulk is a hero. This is what I mean. In that movie, are hero sidekicks? In that movie, he's more of a sidekick because he's Bruce Banner. Valkyrie helps out. But you know, the Hulk she's as a well. sidekick. Yeah, I'd say she is a sidekick. Yeah, help, yeah, she helps out. You know, but he would still be Thor. They're they're not nothing without those people. They're still those people. Well, you look then at uh, Frigga at uh, Odin. You look at all these people. Mm. The, the the warriors three. Is that what they call? Yes, oh, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know. <laughs> Those warriors three like a bitch. are the <laughs> very definition of expendable sidekicks. Yeah. But, uh, oh, and they make Thor. You're right. They make Thor who he is. Because they're sidekicks. Because he would be nothing without the warriors three. Can you let me finish? Please? No, this is my closing statement. <laughs> Fuck you. You're not finishing that point at all. You did veto the right yeah, to the closing statement. <laughs> all I'm saying is their no, death no, made no, him better. No. Let's talk about their what I was talking about. Right. Come on, Zach. He get didn't to know the- that. I don't think he knew that. Though. Get to your statement. Okay, but heroes are heroes. Well, uh, I'm saying he wouldn't know. And the thing that makes us gravitate towards heroes is they have qualities within inside themselves that maybe people help them realise, but they are within them that make them great. That's my closing statement. That's a beautiful closing statement. So that, that will cap off topic number three. So it is currently tied with Zach on one and Norrish on one. The statement was heroes are nothing without a sidekick. Sidekicks are very important. They spur growth within a hero. They allow us to see a different perspective. Such a but a hero would still exist without them. Thank you. Sidekicks play an important role, but a hero would still... like They're not nothing. Thor is not nothing without his interactions, but they allow a channel for growth. (laughs) The hammer is his sidekick. Contrast. (laughs) I was about to make that joke that you were about to say the hammer is his sidekick. Guys, guys, the the hammer's actually the fifth character. (laughs) It's actually just... We actually see it from his perspective in the hammer cam in Thor Ragnarok. Really, the protagonist is the hammer. (laughs) So, episode two. Congratulations, Zach. Defended your title with... he was defeated at the end. He thought he was losing. <gasps> so sweaty there. That was a that was <laughs> Alex. That was a defeat on points. That wasn't a you, knockout. You were close. Really, I'm I'm reinvigorated. <laughs> I've refound. Thank you for being my sidekick and helping me realize. Unbelievable. <laughs> Unbelievable. Fuck, it's still you were- me. <laughs> 
You are the sidekick Alex, in my story. Alex just talked about Rocky. There's always next time. I hope you come back and one one day you will win. You almost had it today. <laughs> you almost had it. Unbelievable. And um, next thanks time again. if you bring starbursts, maybe. <laughs> thanks again for listening, everyone. Thank you very much, Morgan, you. for hosting. No problem. And we'll be back with another mate debate. But ciao. The Mate Debate is a Spiky Trap Radio production.